this episode of Report This Post. Hello to all of our beautiful and handsome patrons. patrons. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Should I start up? Nah, fuck nope. this shit. Welcome to the latest bonus episode. My name's Geiger. That is Christian. Plane flying over, so hopefully you guys can hear that. It's on its way to the airport. Yep, we got plane overhead, flame in the fire pit. We are having a great, great time here. It's, uh... 60 degrees and we're balmy 68 <laughs> degrees outside uh currently it's 55 degrees is it really wow yeah. okay uh, in the morning it's going to be 49 so boy break out the long johns folks yeah uh, get the snow shovels ready <laughs> something i've never used before never had a reason to ah uh, you don't do manual labor that's why you're well that's fancy why, yeah. little because i have slaves to oh, okay well, hey, speaking of that, uh, Christian, you're dating again. Yeah, I've been going out on a couple uh, couple dates here and there, and uh, not as horrible as my previous experience with uh, dates. No, uh, Nobody's showing me their perforated uh, colon via x-ray or anything, but uh, just very boring women seem to be attracting incredibly boring <laughs> women. Hmm. I wonder what that's all about. What's the constant there? Uh, I went on a date with a gal number of weeks back now uh who uh texted me to say that uh her plans fell through and to ask me if i was free which should have been a mm-hmm. uh, immediate red flag uh yeah that's a bad sign but i still met up with her and we went down to a <laughs> place down here sparkman's wharf down here in tampa it's a very fancy uh joint uh went to a cocktail bar uh where none of the cocktails were under the price of twenty dollars let's explain to the good good people listening sparkman's wharf is uh it's it's what a lot of like these new uh, new things the cities do where they yeah it's they take like an old wharf area and then they add like a bunch of expensive little micro shops restaurants and restaurants yeah, yeah, that yeah. are like essentially in like shipping container kind of things yep. yeah and um with like there's a big fake lawn for the kids to run around movies playing on the week weekend nights prop i'm guessing yeah because there's, there's all sorts out of there. dumb shit doing it's a very gay thing um yeah very bougie experience for just very bougie. the most whitest of white women that you can imagine it's yeah it's them. like a very it's very it's for it's made for influencers basically yeah. so that people can put stuff on their instagram but I met this gal down there and uh the idea i thought was that we were going to have a couple drinks and take off uh uh, she ended up ordering dinner, uh, which I was like, well, I guess I'll have dinner, too. All right. Um, it was a nice conversation, but just never really struck it off. Uh, and then when the bill came, I just uh, paid the $180 oh. bill <laughs> for like two and a half hours worth of uh, incredibly boring conversation. Hey, good for her. She, she, you know she, what? She was like, I'm, I need someone to pay for something tonight, yeah. so I'll see who's, who's available. Yeah, so good for her. Uh, <laughs> bit that bullet and then uh, got to do the awkward, uh, hey. You owe me $180. You know, I was thinking, <laughs> you know, I was really thinking like. Here's my address. When I was doing the, uh, the awkward, uh, hey, thanks, but no thanks text, uh, uh, just thinking like hey what's your venmo by the way because i need to send a request for some money your way but i think that's more of a learning experience for me for her to go ahead and do dinner without asking is a fucking move right there that was pretty good i mean good for her man (laughs) i also met up with another woman who uh proceeded to tell me about how her husband had a mental breakdown her ex-husband had mental breakdown and she now takes care of her four kids and i was just like yeah nope Good luck God with damn. all of that. So, 
Uh, so yeah, I think I'm gonna chill on that for a while and just uh, hang out. So pretty, pretty good. Good plan. Um, hmm. Yeah, Sparkman Wharf. Um, there's a few. I, I, the last few times I've traveled, I've noticed that town like Washington D.C. has a couple of those things. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a new feature. Uh, I mean, because what it would what did it used to be? Towns would ha- I mean breweries, right? Yeah, the ampersand restaurants. Yeah, I think it's 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 people realize and and then like well, this is sort of the fancy equivalent of like food truck things yes. or whatever. Yes. It's like we'll put a bunch of these little things together that are have so l- way less overhead, but are even more expensive yes. somehow. Yes, literally uh, <laughs> zero overhead outside of like. Uh, well, they have electric. to pay more in rent because they have the privilege of being in the cluster with all the other places. And that to, are just fine. To our listeners, uh, this area that the our our beloved Sparkman's Wharf is in. Uh, is probably the one of the worst areas to get to in downtown Tampa. Uh, there is zero parking anywhere. It's right by the <laughs> the cruise ship docks. Yeah, it is in the kind of a sketchy, sketchy part of town. And uh, if you want to park in their parking lot, I think when I pulled in there, it was uh, forty dollars to park <laughs> for an hour, and over an hour was forty dollars. Uh, uh, hell yeah. So, good on them. You know what? That's uh, plenty gonna, of saps to do it. Apparently, you know what? Yeah, and uh, good on my date for just uh, <laughs> playing me like the fucking dumbass Phil I am. So, <laughs> yeah, she was hoping she got at least another date out of you for that. Probably, yeah. She was gonna suggest I don't know what uh, Ocean Prime mm-hmm. for our next date. Uh, hey, uh, let's go to the Diamond Store. Let's meet up there. <laughs> I'm not ready to commit, but I am looking to shop. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm sure she's Saturday night tonight. I'm sure she's uh, blowing some guy for fancy meal right now. And more power to her. Great. Well, I guess we should read some posts. We're contractually obligated to do so. Okay, I'll do that. User SDYT went to our animation to ask... Why does collabing with an animator include paying them? Hmm. I'm trying to make an anime YouTube series, and I find it hard to find an animator because they usually ask for money, which personally I don't want to do as I don't give and or don't know how to give money digitally as I only spend money in real life situations. Hmm. I'm not bragging by saying that. (laughs) And therefore, I have to try and teach myself how to level up my drawing skills and trying to animate, which is really tough and hard for me probably be because i hold my pencil differently than a normal person and when i ask people if they could help me on this project they usually ask for money which i say sorry but i don't really do that and when they (laughs) then they see that as rude or scamming and that's not what i meant they also posted is there even anyone who can be an animator for me even if it's free labor on our animation career hi I'm currently making an anime, and I'm having a mental breakdown with trying to study anatomy and animation, and I can't take it anymore. So if there's anyone who doesn't mind animating for me, that would be great. It's very hard to find one because it usually involves money, which I don't have a lot of or can use digitally. Well, kind of, but I just don't like it giving it to people, really. I'm not saying this in a rude or disrespectful way. I'm just drowning in the pool of agony. Insert prey emoji. Good God. 
They also posted on our music commissions, looking for main score composer for an anime I'm making. <laughs> I'm looking for a secondary music composer who is responsible for epic symphonies and the character themes. A separate musician made the background music. I need music that combines electric guitar and orchestral sounds in anime style, a lot like the music in My Hero Academia. There is no budget, as I simply don't have PayPal, and my money is only limited to spending things on Steam, or in reality. So sorry for that, <laughs> and no, I'm not scamming. It's zero budget for a reason. Wow. The uh, drowning in a pool of agony. This sounds like an anime guy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. The, dr- the, the writing on this show is probably really good from these posts. <laughs> so just, this guy is... Can't use Venmo, and he's not bragging about that. Just so everyone, <laughs> I don't understand. I'm not. I'm not using money digitally. I only use it on real <laughs> things and uh, Steam. Yeah, I Steam. buy Steam games, uh, but that's for me, not for you. So, <laughs> and I do like that they also already got someone to do the background music. So someone's oh, already yeah, following for this yeah. <laughs> for this scam. Going to be really good music, no doubt. Uh, boy, that is. Uh, you know, you hear about. There's like a, there's a couple subreddits that are dedicated to like peop like uh, people asking for for like uh, for yeah for art and stuff like that like and the for like, exposure kind of thing yeah, yeah they're yeah, really yeah. doing that and th- this is a whole different kind yeah this is beyond the pale as far as like you know I have a friend that draws stuff maybe he'll do my tattoo yeah. or my logo for my skateboard sure. shop or whatever this is asking somebody to produce yeah. <laughs> score anime an entire anime for you for youtube for free uh-huh because you are uh losing your mind in a in you're in agony because you can't draw anatomy yeah someone asked me to do a logo for him and it's like i can't i don't really want to go above 25 dollars like, well i got uh, i can i'm gonna google company logo and just give that to you <laughs> 25 bucks please yeah it's always fun when you're working especially for a friend when they're like, can you give me a ballpark on this? And it's like, not really, because I don't know how long it's going to take me, because uh, I haven't done it yet. So, And people's expectations for graphic design vary so wildly. Oh, for it's sure. It's kind of crazy. You know, I was thinking about this. I think there's a, there's, uh, I think from a standpoint of, a, you know, graphic design used to be a very kind of acclaimed profession because you were kind of making stuff out of nothing. And now that it's completely digital and people have the access to stuff like Canva and all these other different programs for free, like everybody thinks that you can just, you know, well, it's just easy to do. You just put it Mm -hmm. together and it's just that. And it's like, no, I mean, there's... I mean, it technically is, but if it is it good or not. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you want it to... How much do you really... I mean, I've even told people, they're like, I want like a, you know, I got like a $10,000 budget for my logo or whatever. I'm like, man... You don't like. You're you're not. You're not like a Fortune 500 company that is. You're just a guy with a. Like you have this business model that's good, but, like you you don't need to spend that much money on something no. that, like, first of all, just go ahead and make a good product first. Let's focus on that. And if you could do that, the logo seems to matter a whole lot less to people. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, I think people get wrapped up in the whole. If they, the uh, marketing of things kind of stuff, you know, they want people to just like the logo 
they don't yeah. care about the product. So there's a lot of logos I've seen that are like those are that's really cool, and then I would never even consider buying whatever oh, the hell it is. For sure, no. <laughs> for sure, it never no. even crossed my mind. Like I don't know how many, you know, here's a seventy great logo designs of 2020 or whatever, and then you look and you're like, wow, these are all really good. Not gonna spend a dime on any of them because <laughs> don't don't care if they make something good that I like, I'll buy it. Don't care what the logo looks like. Yeah, you got a good logo going. You know. What's a good logo? Uh, Coors. There's a good logo. It's a, it's a mountain. and That's a Miller. Um, well, I was looking at this one. <laughs> it's a, and a, nice, a, nice, a, a nice hand font on it. And well, let's look at this Miller High Life. Mario. Technically, nothing very impressive here. No, but you know what you're getting when you're looking at it, right? Yeah, you can taste, taste it by looking at the can. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you sure can. For some folks, is a great thing. Uh, for me personally, uh, not never, never really a great thing when I see a, a Miller High Life, but I still drink it. I'm still drinking it. What do I care? <laughs> well, at this point, yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> and I prefer that to almost every other craft beer thing out there. They're almost all bad. Well, they didn't have any banquet. At the store, so I would have gotten that. Banquet, of course, is heavenly. Uh, this is a post from uh, R. Copperfiles. It's celebrated for people who are sexually attracted to shit. I'm sensing a theme here. What, uh, a theme how? Over the last week? Over, yes. Remember, this is a <laughs> yes, one oh, week later for, from the, from the theme, last episode. for the bonus <laughs> episodes is what I mean. <laughs> So this morning, my wife told me she had to go bad. We went into our bathroom and I put a towel down. She pushed out, pushed out a massive soft load. She let me watch and I licked it as it came out of her. <laughs> it tasted slightly bitter, but absolutely amazing. She then left the room and told me to have fun. So I put a fat piece in my mouth and smeared a heavy amount all over my dick and chest. I came super hard. And after I was done, my wife asked, she asked me what I did, and I told her she seemed relatively excited and turned on. <laughs> Prior to this, she was only she has only gone in the toilet and let me clean her afterwards. So this is definitely a step in the right direction. So <laughs> happy. <laughs> well, looked more to this guy's posting history, sure. and uh, he works at a large restaurant as a sous chef. <laughs> so... <laughs> Turning me off of sex and dining out all in one post. <laughs> but turning you on to shit. So. You know what? If a doctor came to me and said, uh, yeah, you're you're never going to be able to come again unless you uh, use shit as toothpaste and then uh, wrap your dick in uh, soft poop and jack off. And, you know, all right. Well, had a good run. <laughs> had a good uh, 10,000 loads over my, my lifetime here. Your face. Um, boy, yeah, just, uh, we'll never understand that. Uh, if a, if a good looking woman was like, though, uh, I want you to eat my sh I mean, obviously. Yeah, of course. Like, no question. Whatever, ma'am. If you're a 10 or 4 or anything <laughs> in between, absolutely, ma'am. If you are upright and breathing and in the same space as me, yes, ma'am. Just pop that little rag doll right in my mouth. Let me <laughs> chomp down on it. I'm hinting notes of uh, Taco Bell, I believe. Hmm. 
Mm, I'm getting a real shit quality to this one. <laughs> Tastes like uh, shit, as it turns out. You know, out. I've never eaten shit, but uh, it definitely has a shitty taste uh, to it. I so. can't imagine. We had that post a while ago that was like uh, a guy who like had this fetish his entire life until he actually did it. And like the second the turd in his mouth, he was like, regret. well, this was a bad idea. And I yeah. kind of feel like that would be... Even if I was into it, the second it happened, I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. I just ate shit. Just like a montage of you just staring into the middle distance of yeah. driving to work. Yeah. And eating dinner and just yeah. watching TV. It's just, but in the, your mind, you're just replaying you eating shit. Yep, I now. ate shit. I ate a prostitute's turd. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... That's just my life now. That's me. I'm that guy. I guess I got to go kill her now. I think that's how I would. <laughs> yeah, like, that's right. It's like a like a vampire. Like if you kill mm-hmm. the uh, the creator, you then <laughs> the curse is lifted. Yeah, yeah. The master load maker. If you kill her, <laughs> you're all set. Speaking of whorish women, yeah, our beautiful colleagues over at the Red Scare podcast were photographed recently with a one Mr. Alex Jones. Nice. This got a lot of folks online talking about what the heck was going on with these gals. But here's a particularly interesting theory from Voto Plant Emoji over on Twitter. Okay. I think I believe the theory floated by some that Anna is purposely positioning their gay media podcast further to the right in order to jeopardize Dasha's burgeoning acting career, a don't forget you're here forever type of thing. Hmm. Well, this got shared over on the Red Scare subreddit where April 9th replied, since Dasha and Anna were interviewing Bannon, framed by the liberal media as evil genius who tried to destroy the entire country, Dasha has made a film had it win an award, and landed a hit a role in a hit show. Jones is far more crank than Bannon, but let's not forget Bannon was the literal Nazi-killing democracy not long before that episode was recorded. The point being that Dasha is a Teflon queen, Ugh. to which Internet Identity 2021, who identifies as a recovering alcoholic, responded, Small women are not held accountable for their actions. Ain't even mad, just jealous. God, that's this is all. It's just so gay. It's it's very gay. It is very gay. <laughs> I know we joke a lot about uh, how much we hate the wiki and everything, but uh, uh, can you just imagine being that far up somebody else's uh, asshole? Someone like has someone that this guy is like this Vado plant. He's like, there's he 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 has a theory about yes. That's right. It's actually, it's not even his theory. There's another theory. Going There's around, another he theory that he it. believes. Correct. Yes. It's not his own. It's somebody else's theory that he has put in lock, stock, and barrel into. Yes. God. And, and this is just for a podcast that women host. For <laughs> Can really you believe it? It doesn't fucking make any sense to me. Yeah. It's uh, it's sick. The whole uh, kind of juggernaut uh, thing behind their whole uh, enterprise is very... Because I remember back in the day there when those gals started and everybody was making fun of them originally. And it was just like, well, these girls are not, you know, these dumb bitches. Yeah. Uh, And uh, look at them now. We got one on an HBO show. We got one squirting kids out. What show is she on? She is on Succession. Dasha is on Succession. 
She is. She is a uh, yeah recurring character on there. Yeah, I don't. They both look very odd to me too. I don't. You know, I really don't understand. We've talked about my beer scale before, and uh, for for women and uh, you know, four four to six, I'd say for sure. But but there's a lot of like, especially the last few years. Any of these like cool shows, there's always a couple of women on there that don't look right. <laughs> uh, you see the uh, <laughs> like they wouldn't run through some sort of filter. Yeah, uh, there's that that new uh, what was it pa- Paul T. Anderson movie about like is it Paul T. Anderson? Oh, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, like yes. the girl that's starring that looks odd. Hame. Yeah, she's a Hame sister. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, she's one of the oh. band members of the the Hame, uh, and she definitely has an other otherworldly uh you know well it makes sense that she's actually she's like it's all nepotism that makes sense i was wondering i was like what the why would she be starring in a movie oh because she has hollywood royalty yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, she uh she definitely has like a uh like middle earth makeup quality about yeah yeah, like, I, we're not humans, uh, but we look like humans. I wouldn't mind just seeing like an old, like an ugly broad in the movie, but like these weird looking broads. Uh, like well, what's Kathy Bates up to? Uh, about three hundred pounds. Um. Wow. Who's uh, the woman? The same with that. The woman that was in uh, Mandy, Nicholas Cage. I don't know. I never saw it, but I. It's like just an odd-looking duck, and I think it's it's. I think it's just like a gay Jewish guy thing. The guys that run Hollywood, <laughs> where they're like, we love these uh, exotic women. They're like, they look at women like these like because they would never fuck one. They're like, oh, they're these bizarre little creatures, you know? Yeah, so they literally get... Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, they're like, let's put a little gremlin in the movie. <laughs> There's none of these, like, so many of them are... Like, the girl who's, uh... Um... She's even the next, uh... In the next Mad Max movie. That girl that's Oh, Anna now. Taylor-Joy. Yeah, yeah, just an odd-looking woman. Boy, just a it. real wide-spaced... I mean... Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you look at her and you're like, oh, she's pretty, and you look at her a little bit more and she's like, but is, but <laughs> is she? <laughs> you're just like, huh. She's got something, you know? She's got something. She's got some wide-set eyes of some sort of cave-dwelling creature that, uh... Well, it used to be, like, we're, we're Hollywood's doing with, like, uh, the young women, like, like they used to do with, like, character actor men, just, like... Really odd <laughs> looking guys. They're going the guys. Peter Laurie yeah. route. <laughs> like, hmm, what are they doing here? Like, they tried with Shelley Duvall back in the day. That was sort of, that was the primer. That was the testament. It really was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, the now every every other movie has a Shelley Duvall in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the quirky you got because you had Brittany Murphy there for a bit, who was th- doing the. She was the uh, weird looking. Was she weird looking, Brittany Murphy? In their early career, like Clueless, yeah, she was a Never seen goofy it. looking. Then she got hot, and then everybody's like, "Oh, sh- darn it!" Now yeah. we need. So then we'll we need to kill her. Rachel, make sure she can't Rachel mess Lee up the Cook plan. And the same thing. She got hot too. 
just like that. Ah, the experiments keep failing. What about the girl from uh, Hereditary? Has she gotten hot yet? Uh, boy, I don't <laughs> think so. Because she, duck. what does she have? Like Crooksfield something I, around there? I don't know if what that was about. She's all. She's a lovely. <laughs> Another yeah. Again, you could just like picture the the gay director being like. Her face has so much expression. We can, so many angles, so many different lighting. She looks Down syndrome, but she's not Down syndrome, yeah. so she can still act. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're just going to ch- chop her head off anyway. <laughs> and then show it rotting on the side of the road. Great. That was a great moment. You're going to be a star. Yeah, it's a real fun time. What a fun romp. <laughs> Go watch now, folks, if you haven't. Have a good time. Get the family around with have the kids. <laughs> a he-they person named Paul on Twitter tweeted out <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff. A simple Google search of adopted child syndrome and reading thousands of pages on Google will display evidence that adopted kids and kids in group homes are more likely to commit acts of violence. Okay. When you separate a biological child from their biological parents, you can create massive problems down the line. This is completely avoidable by ending the inhumane practice of adoption. (laughs) Those parents who adopt these children will literally act as if they are their own. They will use terms like son and daughter, which which have default biological meanings. You cannot tell me that a boy cannot identify as a girl, but then suddenly identify as a son. People just want to be uh, find something that they can be like pers- like to be personally persecuted. Yeah, sure. Like this. Like, what it. in the world does that have to do? That's with? what do you do with the kids? Just like, well, you're an orphan. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take out back and put a cattle prod through your forehead. Uh, well, this person probably just thinks orphanages are like like Annie, just like sort of fun <laughs> and a bunch of light music. There's another. There's another odd looking broad, huh? Right. Uh, Carol Burnett, boy, Carol Burnett. But she's like comedian, funny. She's yeah. allowed to look like that. Yeah, women okay. like if you're a women comic, you have to be really weird looking or way too hot to, to be, be funny, and that. they're not funny. Yeah, that's right. And you talk about getting fucked up the ass all the time. If you're just like an average looking like feminist comedian, bro, it's you got nothing. <laughs> like you have you saying you have anxiety and you. Don't like your boyfriend. It's just not going to cut it. <laughs> Lights out, ladies. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what this uh, he, they, uh, she, she, he, she, they, God, Paul, Paul. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Uh, hopefully that person finds out they were adopted and then they can have some sort of existential. Or maybe that's why they feel this way. Um, no, no. If they were adopted, they would be. They would instantly change their mind because then it was, oh, it's, it's actually about me now. Okay, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, it's good and I love it and I'm going to adopt uh, eight and children. And if you're not adopted, you're bad. Biological children raised by their parents are bad. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I can I can say that's true. For the experience. most part, yeah. yeah. This next one comes from R Squared Circle, the subreddit for pro wrestling fans. Cool. User Dangerous Minds with two S's posted. Oh, yeah. Chris Jericho fucked my wife, and I want answers now. Hmm. This is all fucking bullshit. 15 years into my marriage, and it's fucking over because some fat-ass, pot belly pig-built alcoholic promised her a good time in his hotel room. 
the worst part about it. He has a small dick and couldn't even make her come, not even an orgasm. So you mean this fat piece of shit, this small dick faggot, had the nerve to coerce my poor wife into having sex by flexing some 19-year-old bottle of wine and $15,000? And I'm a working man, you see, but apparently this wasn't enough for this slut not to sleep with this 50-year-old, out-of-shape, small dick, having-ass motherfucking hillbilly in his filthy-ass hotel room. It's a fucking bullshit. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it is. Yep. Uh, so how did this information be relayed to this guy? You know, that's the interesting thing, because this, uh... Was a dog just run over by a car? I'm pretty sure somebody just hit a dog with their car. (laughs) I'm almost 100% sure. Yeah, we... I'll check on that in a minute. Uh, Yeah, we just heard a car rev up and then a dog yelp. So, yeah, there's probably a dead dog over there. Um... In the neighborhood. Cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Great. Good, good time. Um, yeah. Uh, so your wife comes home and says, hey, I went to that wrestling show. I love I love wrestling so much. Went by myself. By, of course, because you were wor- you're a working man. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course. You're in the coal mines. <laughs> and uh, uh, that, that there, Chris Jericho... Uh, he He's saw that, me after the show. He's a pretty little mouth of his to let me know. He pointed at me and said, you uh, showed me a 19 year old uh, bottle of wine and uh, gave me $15,000. And then I uh, sucked his soft little penis for yeah. 25 minutes. Uh, he didn't make me come. But uh, then I decided to come home. So And then tell you immediately. It uh, was great. He signed my t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you can just picture how mad this guy was when he found him. Just like, well, was his dick big? And she's like, no, 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 no. no it was no, really he was small. Just, he was, he I to... didn't even come, believe you me. <laughs> Definitely didn't come with that guy. No, So no, the no, first thing the guy you. does is go to the wrestling subreddit and post about it. Yeah, that's a good. So. That's good. Yeah. Well, uh, probably has happened to most wives of wrestling fans <laughs> that go to these shows. Or, you kind of have to assume it's... For sure. Uh, it comes with the territory, right? Yeah. Sting is going to uh, get his face makeup all over your the inner... <laughs> the inside of your wife's thighs. <laughs> oh, boy. I wish She's going to come home and tell home. all the ladies at the uh, hair salon she works at about it. And that's, uh, that's the end of it. Did you see the video of the fan tackling that uh, yeah that what the great. fuck was that about i really wish we saw that when we watched uh wrestling with charlie the other night would have remembered it because i yeah, was you were uh, you were completely i was a piss drunk cock <laughs> <laughs> one more post found this over on our airsoft uh for folks who are fans of that game where you shoot your pals with non-lethal guns <sighs> guessing yeah what combination of muzzle velocity and BB weight and size do I need to leave marks, have it hurt, and not break skin at a 10-foot range? This is not a shit post. I need actual answers, by the way. I'm also an emotional masochist, so feel free to make fun of me for this. Uh, title of the thread, of course, is I'm a submissive masochist in a BDSM relationship. My mistress wants to shoot me in the ass and back with an airsoft gun, and I have safety questions. <clears throat> A lot of folks gave him advice, which was uh, pretty well, nice. You know what? Good for him. 
Uh, probably not a lot of places to hide in a double-wide trailer, I would think, when you're mm-hmm. uh, poor guy. Uh, Eric, really got himself into a real, a real sort of situation yeah. there when it comes to relationships. My mistress. That's oh, a boy. special kind of person. Um, I have some experience with airsoft, believe it or not. And you know what? It's another one of those hobbies that, like, I could I could easily fall into it because I I think oh, it'd yeah. be fun to shoot people with non-lethal guns. Oh, for sure. Uh, my my college roommates and I, we went all out on it. Uh, our apartment was just littered in different colored BBs from <laughs> just shooting one another. Uh, we would just like literally like wait for one another to come out of the shower and just oh, just unload. That's awesome. Uh, I imagine it doesn't feel salt. great. No, I mean it's still it's you know it's a plastic BB. It's not traveling super fast, but you can you can swap out the uh, the springs in there and everything. You can mod it up. And, oh yeah. Yeah, I still got an airsoft gun around here somewhere. Uh, Let's go put that dog out of its misery. Yeah, uh, I am very curious about that. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll let you know next episode.